L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, licensed realtor, and this is the Corridor Real Estate Podcast, Eastern Iowa's premier show for all things buying, selling, and investing as it relates to real estate. Every Thursday, we'll be talking with industry professionals, breaking down the data, and giving you the info you need to succeed in Iowa's real estate market. I, along with my trusty producer, Alex, that's me, will be covering everything you need to know so that anyone can become a Corridor real estate expert. New episodes of the Corridor Real Estate Podcast are published every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Iowa with Coldwell Banker Hedges Realty, operating out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on me and to get in touch, visit lasrealtor.com. The Corridor Real Estate Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, also in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit lasmodcastnetwork.com. Hey, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, licensed realtor, and this is the Corridor Real Estate Podcast, Eastern Iowa's premier show for all things buying, selling, and investing as it relates to real estate. Every Thursday, we'll be talking with industry professionals, breaking down the data, and giving you the info you need to succeed in Iowa's real estate market. I, along with my trusty producer, Alex, that's me, will be covering everything you need to know so that anyone can become a Corridor Real Estate expert. New episodes of the Corridor Real Estate Podcast are published every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Iowa with Coldwell Banker Hedges Realty, operating out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on me and to get in touch, visit lasrealtor.com. The Corridor Real Estate Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, also in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit lasmodcastnetwork.com. Hey everyone, this is Amy with an A. And I'm Jenny with a Z. And welcome to our podcast, Sick Sick and Tired. Tired, A podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick sick and and tired. tired. This episode is the final in our four-part series, Sex, Drugs, and Pelvic Floors, Episode 4, A A New New Hope. Hope. This episode is not brought to you by Disney or Star Wars or George Lucas's beard. So, Amy, um, I realized we're kind of new to this podcasting game, and I realized last time I forgot to do our our sign-off, which is see you next Tuesday. So I'm going to make sure that I do it twice in this episode just so we make up for it, okay? I think that's excellent. Because, you know, that's the same thing if we just do it twice this one, right? It is. You know, why not? (laughs) So last episode, we quizzed Alex about the pelvic wall, and he did okay. But we think he can do better. So, Alex, are you ready for more pelvic wall questions? Never more ready than I am now, I <laughs> that guess. That does not sound convincing. <laughs> not at all. 
Who am I trying to convince here? Myself or you? Because I haven't convinced myself. You got this, Alex. You got it. Thanks. thanks, Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So again, this is a segment we call Go Ask Alex. I think he'll know. Sorry, I keep subjecting (laughs) you to my singing. The live band will... One day be in here. Okay. Oh, ooh. oh that's who yeah. knows? Who knows? Right. Horses, live bands. I mean, what's my what's hopes the, are. Uh, what's the name of the band from Star Wars? Uh, the Cantina Band. Ooh. Cantina. We'll get the Cantina Band in okay, here at yeah. some point. Yes. Um. So bring it on. Yeah. Alex has not heard or seen these questions ahead of time, and so he's encouraged to make up answers, even if he doesn't know. The real ones. I have a weird feeling that even if Alex had seen the questions ahead of time, I still don't think he'd know the answer. <laughs> Probably not. I, I have a lot of faith in you, though, Alex. Uh, uh, he's like, yeah. okay. Um, okay, so, Alex, last time you answered Jenny. what was the pelvic floor and pelvic wall and also where they were located. So now we're going to ask you about support. We all need support. <laughs> Emotionally or? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what organs does the pelvic floor support? Uh, what organs does the pelvic floor support? The uterus. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. I love it that that's the first thing that's he thought of. That's the first thing he thought of. I oh love that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got yes. ding right there. Yes. Well, because the first thing you thought of was a female body part that you, know, uh, you don't have. So I love it. Oh, man. Unless, unless you're how... thinking about female body parts, I don't know. I well, I, I this is a, a female forward show, and yeah, uh, I'm, I love I'm it. in a female forward mind. I love it. So As moms, we're super proud of you. I right am. Now, so proud of, I'm gonna put. I would put if I could. I would put this up on my refrigerator. I'm that proud. <laughs> Alex's uterus. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> uterus answer. Yes. Oh, answer. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. 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 That's so, very, uh, uh, so I will give. So, since you did so well with that, and I'm so impressed, I will give you the other two answers, which are the bowel and the bladder. Okay. Yay. Good okay. Job. The two B's and the U. Yes. So it spells bub, I guess. <laughs> bub. Next question: What things can weaken the male pelvic floor? Can weaken it? Mm-hmm. Weaken it. Mm-hmm. Uh, diverticulitis. Oh, oh my gosh. Good I like that. Yeah. I, I like that you made it personal. I like that. Yeah. I had yeah. that one time. Yes. It really yeah. sucked. I mean, Was yes. That, is that dis- correct? Well, I mean, any I mean, disease is going to yes. weaken it. But one that, of, but one of those What you were looking for. Is correct. diabetes. So prostate surgery can do it. Diabetes. An overactive bladder. And, well, our favorite, age. age. Oh. Ah, Yes. Age is responsible yes. for probably ninety eight percent of everything Yo. that's wrong in our bodies. Yes. As we Undeniable, go along, yes. unfortunately. Right. Uh, wah, wah. It's a trade off for wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and I'm, money. I mean, but when nine hundred years old you reach, I mean, your your your, your pelvic floor might not work so well. Like anymore. a Gandalf. <laughs> yes. So wise. Um. What things can weaken the female pelvic floor? Diverticulitis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's sticking with that answer. He's sticking with that it's answer. It's not wrong. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, but think about like, so with the so men, it was prostate. Different than yeah. the answers that you just gave? Well, I mean, women don't have a prostate, so. Well, but like uh, overactive bladder would still be a thing. That would still yes. be a thing, yes. Um, how uh, I mean, obviously, age is still a thing. Just that's humans. What's happen? What happens to women when they age? What's something that we go through? Oh man! See, now I'm gonna sound. Dumb. We're gonna be talking about it later on. Yeah, this will be a future episode. Uh oh! And I know the name of the episode. Do I spoil it now? No, I won't. Well, okay. you can say what the word. You can say the, the, actual, the word. The actual uh, word. <laughs> Not what the name of the menopause. Episode. Very good. 
Yes. Yeah. Winner, yes. winner, chicken dinner. Look at this. Yes. Okay, I dinner. at least got a B minus on this. Yes. I, you're passing, I'd say. Um, so the answers are menopause, pregnancy. So, you know, that's well, it's obviously <laughs> you stretched <laughs> it all out. So it's going to make it weak, right? I would I would like to apologize if I said Metapause. Meta, meta. That's that. You know that's that's it's, so meta. That's so. That's like right. That's <laughs> it's so meta. That's pause of the brain. <laughs> yes, meta. Yes. Menopause. Menopause. Yeah. Uh. So and if you menopause. have any kind, if you have any kind of surgeries down there, gynecological wise, um, and just so you know, for women, this can tighten or loosen any of those uh, the pelvic floor. So it's either a way, multiple that's bad. choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Am I supposed? Wait, you're going to me now? I'm no, 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 guard. no, no, no. We're good. <laughs> oh, I was like, what's up? when Amy said it's a multiple choice, I was like, wait, did I miss your that body? Question? Your body gets the multiple Got choice. It. Your Got body it. gives you the multiple choice. Understood. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are ways you can strengthen a weak pelvic floor muscle or muscles? I think you know this one. Um, is it a workout? And I'm doing them right now. Kegels. Yes! yes, that's really what they're called. Yeah, yeah, kegels. You can do you can do them sitting in your chair. You can do. I, I nobody I'm ever doing know. Them right. Let's do them right now. Yeah, yep. so. you can hear it in Jenny's voice. <laughs> yes, kegels. actually, the hardest part about kegels is not necessarily the tightening. Everybody knows how to do that. It's the relaxing. The if you're actually yeah. relaxing it, because I, I and we'll talk about that later. About like I didn't realize that I wasn't relaxing it, and I think we talked about it in the prior episode. Is that until there was like a computer monitor showing me that like I wasn't relaxing them. And I was like, I swear I'm real. I swear I am. I swear I am. But you're not. So, okay. Um, which of these things can cause pain in the pelvic floor or technically pain in the body? It's not like the body goes, oh, I'm just only going to have pain here. So which of these? Uh, sugars. So it's a multiple choice. Sugars, alcohol, junk food, or chocolate? Yes. Yes, Yes, all the above. Yay, good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Can pain in the pelvic floor cause migraines or pain elsewhere? Definitely. Very yeah, good. Very good. Very good. And that is going to be a future segment that we're going to do on its own about mm-hmm. how um, the pain in your head can actually be caused by the pain down below. So just so you know, a lot oh. of people don't think that because they'll be like, oh, I suffer from migraines. I suffer from migraines. And then they're always just kind of dealing with the migraine symptoms, but they're not really realizing that the overall thing is it could be originating from your pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Alex, this will be the last question for you. Um, so Alex, last episode, I made up a song about a famous spot that you had to guess the name of, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and what was that spot, Alex? Uh, shoot. Oh, it was the, uh, the G-spot. Correct. So now we're uh, continuing to tease the G-spot with <laughs> another song that I made. And again, I apologize for my not-so-stellar singing. So I have to get the head- song in my head. <clears throat> I have asked my Alexa, I have asked Siri to (laughs) where the G-spot is, where the G-spot is. I apologize to Bono. Um, (laughs) I have searched, I have crawled, I have poked vaginal walls, yes, vaginal (laughs) walls, where the G-spot is. 
But I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Wow. <laughs> okay, sorry. Again, I apologize to Bono and everybody. Yeah, we owe him a letter. <laughs> Maybe he likes those lyrics better. For the murder of his song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So here's my question to you, Alex. And it isn't, was that song good? Because we already know the answer to that one. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. So like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, does the G-spot exist? And have you found it? (laughs) Oh, that is so personal. (laughs) I won't make you answer that, but that was a tease. Uh, that was another tease of oh, the G spot. Oh, do I wait? T- do I answer that question? You can answer it if you want, but I'm not going to make you. Well, I feel like I have to now. <laughs> Nobody's forcing you to. Nobody's forcing you. But this is a safe space. Okay. Yes and yes. <laughs> right. All right. Got to be yes. Yeah, right. I'm so embarrassed right now. This is the most embarrassing quiz I've ever taken in my life. But. I okay. mean that's like that's part of the deal, man. Uh, that's I part mean, of the that's part of the deal. But I will give you a hint. Signed you gotta be I will I will give you a hint whether it exists or not. So um most orgasm for females. I'm not gonna say all, because you can't say all about everything, but most orgasm for females happens from the clitoris. So think about the definition of the G spot. So is well, it real? Probably not. I haven't but- I haven't not, looked it up on Urban Dictionary I am not in saying, the past 10 years. I am not saying, though, that you can't have orgasms from other places, but this this myth of the G-spot needs and to And for be. everyone listening, don't say we didn't warn you. Yeah, just, These would be things that we would be talking yeah, about. Yeah, yes, 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 for sure. So, anyway. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> so, again, we are Amy with an A. And Jenny with a Z. And you were listening to Sick, sick and, and tired, tired, a podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick, sick and, and Tired. tired. We are part of the LES Podcast Network, but you can listen to our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. So I'm hoping by now you've listened to episode one and two, which are the origin stories of Amy with an A and Jenny with a Z and why we wanted to start our podcast. So please refer back to those episodes often because we will be doing the same. So last episode, Sex, Drugs, and Pelvic Floors number three, The Force Awakens, um, I told the story of Jenny Hurting, and I'm going to apologize to all of my Star Wars fans who are like, you're calling, you're naming these things, <laughs> things that don't make sense because they don't go with the numbers, but I'm sorry, we thought we were being clever. Um, I'll continue the story and tell you some tools in my toolbox and tips and tricks, and then Amy will also give some tips and tricks too. Um, and I just want to preface this by saying these are tips and tricks that have worked for me and that I've learned work for me. That doesn't mean they necessarily work for everyone. And that doesn't also mean they necessarily work for me every single time. Sometimes I have to find the correct combination or mm-hmm. like do this, do this, do this, do this, blah, blah, blah. So um, like I kind of said earlier, um, I... Uh, I found out that I was, I have a tighter pelvic wall. So I, uh, pelvic floor, and I always thought, oh, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm sitting here. I'm Mm -hmm. relaxed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm relaxed, blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually hook yourself up to electrodes on a computer, and then it shows you that you're spiked and you're like, and it doesn't come down very, very much at all. And you're like, but I swear I'm relaxing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Jenny Hurting will be like, okay, so let's do this. And then she'll get you to start deep breathing. So you're not even thinking about, because when you're thinking about like, oh, I need to relax my pelvic floor. I need to relax my pelvic floor. Nothing happens. But if you're 
you all of a sudden stop thinking about that and you just relax. All of a sudden you see this number dip and you're like, oh, wow, wow, I did it. I did it. I don't mm-hmm. know what I did, but I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just things like that. So um, so just having, I'm more of a visual learner. So seeing that, uh, I obviously couldn't feel it in my own body. So, and I consider myself a very intuitive person with my body. So the fact that like it might, that might be a tool that other people need to use um, to see like, hey, it, I'm not relaxing this. Or the opposite too. If you're somebody that has a weaker pelvic floor, you can see like how much you're not strengthened or tightening your uh, pelvic floor. So, so when I was at the height of where I couldn't figure out what was going on, I couldn't get out of my bed. I was in so much pain. I was doubled over. I wanted to lay in the fetal position in the corner and just cry all day long. I couldn't get, like I said, I couldn't get out of that position. Um, I was actually compounding it by making it worse because you don't feel good. So you just want to lay and wallow in your pain, which only makes it worse, worse, right? So what I do now is when I can tell that it's starting to happen, um, I can tell that like I'm starting to get the urgency to have to pee mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and I can tell that like I'm I'm having some pain down in that area. It's just a little bit. It'll be kind of, and usually I would have been like, oh, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it. Yep. And then it would become this dragon that I couldn't ignore, right? So what I do now is I'll say to my husband, okay, we need to walk. We have to walk. Mm-hmm. We have to do it today. And he understands what that means. And so we make time and we go for a walk. And during the walk, so at first, it's, I mean, sometimes I am literally just limping along. Yeah. Like I can, I'm just like walking like a little old lady bent over. And then by the time we're in it for, you know, probably a mile, half mm-hmm. a mile, then all of a sudden, because I've been walking and moving and it's causing your body to, you know, to move, all of a sudden my, my, my muscles will release and I start feeling better. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how something like telling people that are in a lot of pain that they need to Mm -hmm. walk or move, just move. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like when health professionals tell you to, you know, move, start mm -hmm. moving, start exercising. They mean it. I mean, that's what that means. They don't mean being an Olympic athlete. (laughs) Yeah. No, they don't mean that. They, they mean just get up and move. Yes, for real, for sure. And so that has been the biggest thing. So I have this in my list. I have that big and in capitals, and that's the first one. So I also can tell, like, when I'm going to start having a problem because if I've had, like, a weekend where we've indulged, let's say, and I haven't watched my diet. And when I say my diet, I don't mean, like, oh, I'm just eating salad and I'm trying to, like, lose 20 pounds with that. No, I mean, like, I have to... So I have to have the same diet that my husband has. He's type 2 diabetic. Um, Sugars. I have to cut out all sugars and carbs. Um, And I don't have to watch it like he does because my body can process it. I'm not diabetic. But um, the pain receptors of the body feed on any kind of sugars. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter to to the pain receptors what kind of sugar it is, whether it's, um, you know, like, diet soda sugar or because it doesn't it, it sees it the same it's just a it's just a sugar to to that and so um hidden sugars are in alcohol so if I've had like a weekend where we've indulged in like drinking and eating like ice creams and you know the stuff that you like to eat when you're yeah, yeah you, well, you went to a wedding let's say and you had like cakes and all that stuff if I also don't um do a good job of <laughs> if I don't do a good job of uh of walking and burning that off and it's building up in my body, then I will have, it It won't surprise me when like Monday, I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel that twinge, that pain. So I have to, you know, 
I have to do that. So if it does get really, really bad, I have some things that I do. Like I said, uh, so one of the things that I came upon, and it's the weirdest thing, my husband was, he had kind of injured his hip. And so the the physical therapist that he went to um, had him roll his hip on a basketball. And I remember in the when I was like really in pain, and I'm a massage therapist, so I would kind of self-massage my belly when it would get really hard I mean mine would get hard as a rock you, you always want rock hard abs but not this kind not trust me kind, no. um, and he can even tell like because I'll say like look at this and he'll be like wow that I can tell from looking at it that it's hard and I kept thinking oh my god that looks amazing I want to roll on that with my belly <laughs> I remember, and so I remember like rolling on the ball and just laying all my weight on it and at first it hurt like heck because it was mm-hmm. like this hard surface on top of a ball that was pushing into it. And then all of a sudden it released that muscle and because it was able to put pressure deep into my deep into my pelvic wall that I can't mm-hmm. I can't get at with my hands. It's also good to loosen up scar tissue. If you oh, God. Kind of, um, oh, yeah. Surgical procedures in that area. Yeah. I had a. Uh, physical therapist that said try rolling on a ball mm-hmm. because it will loosen up any kind of scar tissue mm-hmm. and get rid of the scar tissue. Yeah, because that and usually a lot of times with women and pelvic floor issues, and then I know you and I because we've had kind of the same surgeries. Mm-hmm. That's I'm pretty sure that's what started mine. But I also think of like the path of mine. I had I always seemed like you would look at me wrong and I would get a U- UTI, a urinary tract yeah. infection. And so I wonder if how many of those weren't really truly UTIs and they were actually this pelvic floor. Um yeah. and so I remember telling Jenny Herting about that and she goes, That's a new one. I've not heard of that. But she goes, But if it works for you and it, she goes, I'll probably start telling some of my mm-hmm. patients about it. So that was that was one that I found <laughs> accidentally. Um one of the things that she also has me do is I have this uh, electric stim uh, tens machine that's at home that's an at home one, and I have to put these electrodes on me when if it gets really really bad and it just I just it just like pulses mm-hmm. the electricity into it and what it does is it confuses the the nerve endings because your body is in this mode of like sending the same signal from your brain saying I'm in pain 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 because and it can't break that cycle because like I said in our earlier episodes um, imagine if you your body part can only communicate to you in two different ways and one of them is to say that it's in pain Um, and so it breaks that signal because it, 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 it introduces a different electrical current. I don't know. Have you ever used the electrodes? Have yes. you ever? Okay, yeah. Yes. And it's, it's a lifesaver. Um, my husband uh, studied massage therapy, so mm-hmm. he had those electrodes. And so we, we had done that on me in the beginning stages. Oh, my of, gosh. You're, my <laughs> you were so lucky yeah. that you had that at the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah. and I haven't um, really had to use them since I've had to use them on parts of my back if I have you know some crazy yeah and that's usually I think the more common like people that don't know that it can be used for different things I think usually they've used it for like muscle issues or yeah things like that so but it's kind of like the the gut brain connection that Mm -hmm. um, a lot of doctors are starting to recognize that there is a connection between the gut. You know, I could go to a chiropractor, I could go to a neurologist, and they'll say, you know, there is this thing as a gut-brain connection. And then, you know, I've I've been to some doctors that believe in that, and I've been to doctors that don't believe in that. But mm-hmm. I truly believe in that because oh, I completely. think everything is connected. 
in oh, some completely. way. Our nervous system is connected to so many different parts of our body, and that connects to something else, and that connects to something oh, else. Oh, completely, completely. So I always try to take everything with a grain of salt that I'm told, but I t- totally believe those doctors that have said, uh, no, there's definitely a connection. If something is off in one area of your body, it's going to connect to another area of, body, of your body and throw that off too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because your body's like, it's got it's to send all its, yeah, all its all troops and resources to the one thing, and then, of mm-hmm. course, it's going to deplete another area. So that, that completely makes sense. So um, another thing for me uh, that I works really well for me and I don't know I think it does two things so I love soaking in a tub of Epsom salts yeah so my my recipe is that I do uh bath water Epsom salts uh, lavender oil um, mm-hmm. usually some sort of citrusy so it's usually bergamot or an orange oil um, and because those are kind of invigorating to the senses and relaxing at the same time and then I usually I usually do a milk and honey bath so I usually do milk and honey in mine and then my husband's like great we have to clean the bath <laughs> <laughs> but the cats like it afterwards yeah. they like to jump in there but well. I'm like I'm like okay um, but um, it relaxes me. I actually listened to a podcast during uh, that time. I guess I can start listening to our podcast now during that time. Um, but, and luckily, my family understood that, like, once I'm in the bathtub, bathtub nobody is to bother me. Because um, once you become, you know, once mm-hmm. you become a mom, it seems like you never get alone time. Even no, when you go to the hardly. bathroom, the kid, the kid thinks they have to be in the bathroom with you. And now that we have cats, they all hate it when the door is shut, so they think they have to be in there too. But for some reason, everybody seems to know the the rule is once once I'm in that bathtub, don't bother me. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The house could be burning down. You don't bother <laughs> me. I'm in the bathtub. Okay. I um, need you to save the rest of the house. Yeah, I'm in water. This part I'm is good. reserved for me. Yeah, Thank I, you. I'm in water. I'm good. <laughs> Um, okay. And then, and then I jokingly call this, um, uh, to people, I call this the massage with the happy ending. It is not that cause that is a totally illegal thing to be doing. <laughs> but, but when Jenny hurting is, if I get really bad and I have to go in and see her, I mean, technically she's all up in your business. Yeah. So it's kind of a massage with a happy ending, but not really. Cause that's not the, that's not the purpose of it, you know, but no. she isn't all up in your business. Um, a very simple thing that we that we can do is breathing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't think that like deep breathing can relax that pelvis. It can. But it really does. And it's not just regular breathing. It's not like, I mean, you're breathing all the time, otherwise you'd be dead, right? Mm-hmm. But it's 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 concentrating on that. So what's lovely about the lungs, they are a and breathing in general, it is a function. It is the only function of the body that is both um, automatic and um, I can't think what the other word is. This is what menopause does. Sorry. <laughs> we don't even have to get to the yeah. next episode because yeah. we're starting right on the whole menopause Wait, bit right now. About? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's automatic and uh, so it's voluntary and involuntary is what I'm trying See, to say. there it is. Yeah, that's, I, I knew the word would come eventually. I just had to look at you like a deer in the headlights. It takes a moment, everyone. <laughs> it just takes a moment. But what, so it is, because like, think about it, like your heart, is obviously uh, volatile yeah. because obviously if, it, if you had to think to do it, you would forget <laughs> to do it. Right. So, but like this one is it, obviously you automatically breathe, but you can also force yourself when you breathe. And so because of that, it's the one system that can make you become very present. And so, and very focused on your body. So if you do that, if you think about, if you concentrate like that, you're taking this deep breath in and you visualize it going in through your sinuses and down through your lungs and then filling out your whole body, 
and then exhaling that back out, um, Mm -hmm. it really does calm the pelvic floor. It really does. And I've had that happen, like, because I'll be like, when I'm in so much pain, I can't even imagine doing that because yeah you're kind of like <laughs> you know but that's also I think why they have you do that when you're giving birth because you don't because otherwise you'll do just shallow breathing and mm-hmm. you'll be like hey, it hurts it hurts you know and they want you to relax and that's why they do that so that has really I'm sure I'm sure you've had breathing techniques that that you've been taught as well oh, yeah all the time I mean I think when I studied theater in college I think that's when I started you know really learning about breathing and mm-hmm. deep breathing and relaxation and you know because you they taught us you know you have to to get your whole body focused and mm-hmm. and things like that and and that was kind of my first mini introduction to that whole process and then when I started having the pelvic floor problems I as I've spoken about before uh, yoga is the number one top thing that works well for me and yoga and breathing go hand mm-hmm. in hand you oh, cannot for do sure. one without the other oh. and it is absolutely amazing how the two are connected mm-hmm. and how much progress you can make with your body yeah when you do those two things together so if you can't do yoga just do the deep breathing and yeah because I can't, I can't, I can't do the yoga. I'll admit it yeah. because like I have that weird herniated disc and I did, well, some yo- people just and can't. I did, and I did yoga and I was like, okay, yeah. this is not for me, but that, but the breathing is, and being present. So I'm, I'm going to ask like all of our listeners right now to just take a deep cleansing breath right now that we'll just, we'll do it together. You so can we'll, do it sitting here. Yeah. You can do like your kegels are. and your breathing yeah, all, all at the same, same time. time. So it's like, let's do this right now. So let's do the... Yeah, so you know that's just a nice. Wow, I hope everybody. My just brain took just a woke up, so that's huge, probably good. Deep breath, yeah. and they feel so much better. And now you can all start your day. You because can start. You listened yes. to this podcast. Yes. yes. Okay, so there's a couple more things that I wanted to go over. So one of them is um, laying on a wall. And so my husband, when he first found me doing this, he's like, "What are you doing?" So what I mean by laying on the wall. So you're basically so where um, the mm-hmm. floor and the wall meet. Your butt would be on that. Your legs would be up on the wall. So your back is laying on the floor, right? And I, I, I used to do that all the time as a kid. And I never thought that I guess it was really good for me. But um, again, when I was hooked up to those electrodes and the computer, just laying in that position automatically dropped me, like yeah. dropped my pelvic floor uh, a lot of points. So if I feel like it's really tight, I will go do that. And it... And breathe. <laughs> and it if, really, really helps. If you research that pose laying on the wall, yeah. it will give you a list of the benefits oh, yeah. and a list of the um, bodily organs yeah. and functions that it helps uh-huh. in a positive way. One yeah. of those is the heart. Yeah, for sure. And uh, w- on my dad's side of the family, there's a lot of heart issues, and that one caught my attention right away. It increases, I, I believe it increases the blood flow to the heart. Please don't quote me on yeah, that, everybody, because I'm not in front of a computer right now. And also, and we're not medical experts. We're not but. medical experts. <laughs> but I do believe that is one of the things yeah, that I, it, it can help. I, yeah, I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. So, um, But that doesn't mean just because I've heard it too that it's yeah, correct. D- but, right. That's, but... It's, it's, that's a, that's a great one. And then along with that too is, so I'm, um, I'm Korean and this is not just Koreans that do this, but a lot of Asians do this. You'll see them, uh, squatting, um, when they sit and Mm -hmm. it looks kind of funny to us, uh, to us Americans, but, um, 
that is like one of the best poses for the body too. Yeah. Um, it really does re- release a lot of the organs. So, I mean, but not release in a bad way. <laughs> like you're not going to prolapse and stuff like that. No. Um, and then I have, um, so I, so this works for me and, you know, some people don't agree with this, but I cannot take, um, prescription drugs i can't i can't take any narcotics there's a I can't lot take of people it. who can't yeah and and i also think i don't like being out of control of my body yeah. um if it's something that i can fix myself so i mean which sounds funny when i'll say that i do i smoke <laughs> if it gets really bad i'll smoke like a, a cbd cigarette mm-hmm. or a or 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 pot but but i don't i it's very rare um and um but I know other people like morally are against it, don't like that. And then also I've just said, yeah, I don't want to be out of control. But I only do like maybe a puff, seriously. And it's enough to relax me. Yeah. It's enough that I can actually get some pain relief, some sleep. And that's usually what I, it's not like I'm doing it like daily and, and I'm not judging anybody that does. Um, but that has what's worked for me. And then I have um, a funny little story. So one of the things that Jenny Herting had had me do was um, order this, it's called a, she, they call it a crystal bubble wand, but it's basically um, sounds magical. It's it's very <laughs> magic. It can be. It's it's actually an S shaped dildo. I mean, it's tech. Let's call it what it is. But it's they call it a crystal bubble wand. So I suppose that you're not saying you're ordering a dildo. <laughs> but I ordered this from this company, and it has like three crystal balls at the end, so it almost looks like a. That's even more magical. Yeah, it's, it's yes, it's it's a rim for my pleasure, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And it, it's, it's I mean, what more can it's, you ask? It's basically for? <laughs> so I can reach myself areas yeah. inside that need uh, special attention, I guess. And again, everybody, this is the joy of having these issues <laughs> with your body. I mean, you know, I yeah, mean, but yeah. It, uh, the yeah. things that you do to just get to to a place of wellness well, uh, and get yes. to a quality of life is unbelievable. So when I ordered from this company that Jenny had told me to order from. It, it the the box came through the U.S. Postal Service and the box was crushed. And when we opened it up, you could see a crack, a hairline crack in it. And so I was like, well, I don't really want to stick that in my body if it's got a hairline crack. <laughs> so I complained to the company and I complained to the post office. And so the company was like, well, it's technically the post office problem, but we know that like the postal service will take forever to, to make it right. So we'll send you another one for free. So at this point I have two. And then a year later, the post office sent me, sent me one. So now I have three. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I could start my own store now, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you could. You could sell one to me if you wanted. I guess. Yeah, yeah well, uh, not the broken one. <laughs> and, okay, so, and, and recently this has been um, in the news. You know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the Olympic, uh, the Olympic athletes and Larry Nasser and, wow. the, you know, the Olympic team. I just want you to know. So, and in that, that one of the things that they talked about was that Larry Nasser was supposedly um, mm. saying that they all had pelvic wall issues and that he, and, and he was using that as an excuse as to why he was sexually abusing them. And so this is not the same thing. That's why it's important that you vet, uh, you vet whoever you're going to the professional you're going to, mm-hmm. um, we know for a fact that Jenny, Jenny Herting is a professional. She is um, certified in what she's doing. She's not just doing this to, you know, to get her jollies and she's not taking advantage of, of, of young girls that are vulnerable. Right. right? Um, and, and always ask questions. If you feel like something doesn't seem right or you're not comfortable with it, always speak up. That's part mm-hmm. of why we're doing this podcast is, mm-hmm. is to make you feel like you can speak up um, because 
even after we've explained it to you, you might be like, okay, these girls are talking about crazy nonsense. But and the first time I nonsense. and first time I heard it, I was like, this is crazy nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I'll will. admit it. But I asked enough questions, I researched it, mm-hmm. and then I started realizing maybe this isn't crazy yeah, nonsense. Yeah, it's not. And yeah, there was an actress I can't remember her name that came out uh, with this information a couple of years ago, and <clears throat> excuse me, had described what she was going through similar to what you and I were going mm-hmm. through Jenny and um, when she finally got the right diagnosis of the pelvic floor she started being very outspoken about it and, yeah. and started educating people about it so like Jenny said we're we're trying to get you to advocate mm-hmm. for your own body and for your health and that doesn't mean walking into a doctor's office and being a crab ass all right <laughs> you know i mean i'm just going to throw that out there right now because there's a lot of health professionals out there that are absolutely amazing at what they do and we have to have total respect for that especially now during these challenging times that we've been facing for the last two years they've been under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure um but you have to be comfortable with who you are talking to you have to be comfortable with anybody who's looking at your body and you have to be comfortable with someone who's willing to listen to you and be open to whatever uh ideas you've researched or or, or just what you're talking about in general, how you're feeling. You've got to yeah. be comfortable with, with somebody that has enough um, time and enough energy and enough empathy for you. This mm-hmm. is for you. You are the only one that has this body. This is the body you were given. Yeah. And it demands respect from you and also from everyone else. Yeah. Um, so speaking about that, just a couple of things that, that worked for me. Um, I... I don't have as long of a list as Jenny does, um, <laughs> but no, that, I think that's only because but when, when I was having issues, Jenny uh, reached out to me right away, and I'm so thankful for that, because mm-hmm. had mine issue, my issues had gone on longer, I think I would have been in the same boat as, as Jenny has been in, um, but one of the first things that worked for me, not only was going to Jenny hurting, uh, but was also yoga. When I started doing yoga stretches and the breathing on top of that, um, it was like magic. Mm-hmm. And that was the answer for me. And so I just diligently did that. And I still do it. Um, and I just find if I'm having a flare up that that will work and it'll be gone. And uh, I do the hot bath thing like Jenny mm-hmm. does. I don't do it as often as I did. But um, when I get the chance, I, I do it. Um the other thing, if I feel like, like Jenny had said before, if you feel like a flare-up is coming on, the best thing to do is to get on it right away so that yep. it doesn't exacerbate into this huge dragon, like she said, which yeah. I love that phrase, yeah. the dragon. I woke up the dragon. Um, so walking is another thing that has worked for me in the past, and I haven't done a lot of that lately, um, but I will say that there is something to that. Just moving in general, Mm -hmm. getting up and moving. Don't sit and wallow in the pain. It's so easy to do because it's exhausting. Pain is exhausting. Any kind of chronic pain. I can only imagine people who go through chronic pain every single day and find no answers and no relief. That's exhausting for your body physically and for your mind. So get up, Mm -hmm. get moving, Mm -hmm. um, do some things around the house, go take a walk if you have time. Uh, do some stretches, do some heavy breathing, um, get your mind off of it somehow, go do your hobby, go to work even. I mean, just keep moving. Mm-hmm. That's sure. the best thing you can do. For sure.
All right. Well, I think this is a great opportunity for us to take a little break and relax our pelvic floors. That sounds like a good idea. (laughs) (sighs) All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right. Here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? All right. I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the fel- false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth grade <laughs> elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys are throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, or, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I, I would Could file be. that under groove. Construction projects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which Word. means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories. Where we take one word. Like fear. That's kind of dark. Or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet? I hope so. Whoa. I just noticed that we keep speaking in unison. How do we stop? Oh, wow. It's still happening! Okay, what just happened? I don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish each other's... I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me. Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word Stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Okay, I think that was a good take. Wait, no. Why does this keep happening? L-A-S. Welcome back. This is Amy with an A. And Jenny with a Z. And this is Sick Sick and Tired. tired. The podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick Sick and and tired. tired. So Alex, are you sick and tired of our podcast? I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired of your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you still looking for the (laughs) G-spot? Where the hell is it? (laughs) This map you gave me takes me to a very different place. Like, well, you know, I'm going to have a recording uh, contract pretty soon after that song. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, um, okay. Apple Records is reaching <laughs> out records. right now. 
<laughs> to sue me, probably. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was it was a cease and desist. <laughs> um, so last episode, we ended with a segment called Fuck That Noise. Uh, but this time, we're going to end with a quick, very quick rundown of future topic ideas. So here we go. Teasing the G-spot. Insurance. Getting past the scheduling gatekeepers. Did you know? Notorious VAG. Let it air out. Vagina, pathway to pleasure or highway to hell? Prostate. Mama pause. Wait, what was I talking about? Possible interviews with these following guests. Carrie Postal. Jess High. Amber Henline. The Thrive Guy, Dr. Cody. Teresa Fisher. Uh, you have some gall, bladder. bladder. It's, it's the, the kiss, kiss of death. death from Mr. Gallbladder. Good one. <laughs> Alternatives for pain or meds. Functional medicine. Why are we seeing more and more of it? Weight and standards of beauty. Hormone hell. Women's medicine. Menses. Yes, please. Estrogen is a bitch. And if there are some topics you'd like us to cover or you have questions, please post them to our LAS Facebook page. Well, this has been Amy with an A. And Jenny with a Z. And you've been listening to Sick Sick and Tired, Tired. a podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick sick and and tired. Listen to our next episode featuring any one of the topics we just listed. Or whatever we feel like talking about. And so I don't forget, see see you next Tuesday.